Good morning, good morning, and welcome to Fashion Friday. I'm coming to you once again from my uh, from my home, um, particularly my closet. I have basically turned my closet into my mini temporary recording studio. <laughs> um, it actually works out, first of all, for many reasons. One, um, it's comfortable and it's quite lovely. Um, two, it actually is the best place in my house that absorbs sound and that sound wouldn't be a huge problem. Um, obviously, lots of clothes means lots of soft fabric and that sort of absorbs sound. So it's kind of fun. So I'm coming to you from my home. Hopefully, all of you listening out there are staying safe and above all uh, healthy as well as positive Um as we go through this very challenging and interesting time, this crazy global pandemic that is happening in the world around us. I know it's been hard. It's been hard for everyone. Um, Some harder harder for others. And uh, I certainly hope everyone is safe as you listen to this show or uh, podcast, whichever way you listen. Um, And I hope that for the next few minutes, half an hour, 30 minutes or so, I can bring you a little lighthearted content. And, um, you know, we can keep in touch this way and certainly on social media as well. Um, I find it helps me to kind of take a break every day and focus on something creative. I know everyone is different. Um, my husband has to do a little bit of work every day. So he's he's got to be on his computer and whether it's crunching numbers or it's helping an employee or it's um, planning, you know, the their strategy for after this pandemic is over and when business is back to normal, whatever it is, we kind of like to take a break and each day and kind of focus on something that makes us feel good and something that makes us feel productive. So for me, it's being creative. It is, um, you know, checking in with my clients. It is planning things out for the month as much as I can. Um, for each client and then for myself as well. So that keeps me busy, uh, believe it or not, for pretty much all week. Um, we had to obviously reschedule lots of things, lots of events, uh, both personally and professionally. Um, so kind of going back to my calendar and reorganizing, rescheduling, canceling, postponing, all that stuff has kept me busy. And at the same time, Preparing for this show has also kept me busy and positive. It's something I certainly enjoy doing, kind of digging around and researching things so I can bring it to you. So hopefully you're all handling this as best as possible. I know everyone copes differently. And um, hopefully this is something we're we're all going to get through positively and come out on the other side. I find it to be a time of learning. Um, I, you know, for everyone, but for me specifically, learning a lot, not only learning about the obvious, you know, this crazy virus and the effects of it, but learning a lot of our government, learning a lot of sort of the chain of command, learning a lot about, um, you know, even, even within my own household, you know, how things work, who does what. I think my husband realized how much I do in the house <laughs> recently, um, I don't think I think there are just things that that happen and I'm sure most women or probably most women maybe maybe some guys out there as well whoever sort of runs the household and I don't mean necessarily financially although that may be 
its as well. But the sort of interworkings of how the logistics, you know, and then of course, if you have children, that's another almost a whole separate entity of the mechanics and the workings of everyday life and how things get done and who does what. And, you know, if we, if I don't do it or he doesn't do it, who does do it? Do we hire someone? Does someone come in and do, you know, there's lots of things he didn't know about. So it was new information, (laughs) which is always fun. But having said that, I think, you know, I've noticed new habits are starting to form, which I think this can be said for all of us. Some are good. I think some will last. Um, Some maybe not so good and hopefully won't last. For example, you know, okay, hand washing. That's a good thing. Yes, we're all washing our hands more. We're all more uh, socially aware of each other. Um, We are all taking more precautions to ensure everyone's safety, ours as well as someone else. Like I think there's the, what's the saying? I keep hearing uh, someone saying, stay home, save a life or something like that. I think that's, that's the New York governor of New York or someone. But some habits like social distancing hopefully won't last. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to be six feet apart from my loved ones or, or more or states apart. I don't want to be six feet apart from my friends or my clients. You know, I miss sitting next to someone at a coffee shop or at dinner and, you know, at the end of a long, hard work week and having a glass of wine. I certainly miss that. And I think we all probably do. We all miss that human connection and interaction, which we all need. So, um, again, it's all about learning. And I think, um, going forward, you know, try again, trying my best to stay positive. I have good days and bad days. I think more good days than bad, which is, which is thankful, thankful for. Um, but you know, just looking at the world a little bit differently, I now really try and pay attention to what's happening with our government more than ever. I did before, but now it's really more than ever because it's changing. So, so every day we get an update and every day there's, you know, something new to learn, whether it's on the state level, the county level, you're just in your town or on, you know, the, the, um, country level. So I like getting my information from a reliable source because as they say, knowledge is power. And I also realized that it has forced me and forced all of us to slow down. I am not one. I do not like those two words, slow down. I don't. I like to go and maximize my day, my week, my month, my year, my life to the fullest. I believe that's what I believe in. That what I like to do that makes me feel good. At the same time, it is important to slow down. So that's sort of the good thing that's come out of all this. I'm a person that makes lists. I'm organized. I get things checked off the list. Again, that makes me feel productive. Um, So it's interesting that um, other people I know that normally don't do that are now doing that because it's a way of kind of staying organized and staying sort of focused. Um, I don't know about you, but I've noticed my days are blending together. Um, I'll wake up and ask my husband, is it Tuesday? Is it, you know, and I really don't know for a few minutes because every day is like this. It's like, it feels like Groundhog Day. So every day is blending together. There's no difference because I'm at home and maybe I've gone out to the grocery store, but for the most part I'm home. And even if I did go out to the grocery store, I've been going to the same one. I've been pretty much doing the same thing, kind of going in with my list, quickly getting what I need and getting out as fast as possible. So it's really, it hasn't been, you know, fun. It's just been more a necessity. So 
I think that it's important to remember when all of this is over, and it will be over shortly, I'm sure of it, um, we take from it the positives and we learn from the challenges because it's it's just like life. So that's what I'm thinking and doing to kind of get myself through. Hopefully that helps you. And, um, you know, maybe if you've got something you're doing, I've, I've seen lots of, di- heard and seen and read lots of different stories about how people are passing the time. And I think it's wonderful that people are spending more time with their families, their children, um, parents that work all the time, that rarely see their children this much are now, you know, homeschooling and seeing their fathers. Um, I know I'm usually on the Metro North commuting in and out of the city almost every day. And I'm usually on the train with mostly men, businessmen, probably going to their office jobs in Manhattan. On the way home, you know, when it's seven, eight, six, seven, eight o'clock at night, I see those that same type of man that's in a business suit and is has a computer out and I hear business meetings going on around me. It's the same type of, of you know, of, of person that is commuting in, um, commuting back home. So those are the families. I understand it. They're, you know, probably don't see their children all that much unless it's summer vacation or it's the weekend. So now we're really kind of regrouping and spending time, which, you know, I understand again, that can be a challenge, but um, it's also can be a learning experience. So my question to you is, how are you coping? How are you coping? You can, you know, what are you doing to, to sort of kill the time or maybe you're enjoying the time? How are you feeling? How are you doing? You can let me know. You can certainly tweet me. You can certainly email me. Um, you can go to my website, stylebytina.com, and you can click on the contact me link and just shoot me a quick email or a tweet, or you can find me on Instagram as well. Um, and you can certainly message me and, you know, just let me know how are you coping? What are you doing to pass the time? Would love to hear from you and hear your stories. Um, I'll tell you this and I'll make this short because I could get into this. I am cleaning and reorganizing every corner of my home. (laughs) So, and I'm doing what I call mini makeovers. So mini makeovers in my guest bath, in my, in my closets, in my second closet, in my kitchen, in not meaning just small little corners. So not the entire room is, isn't getting made over. That would require, you know, for me to probably go out of the house and spend a lot of money. So these are mini makeovers, I call it. I'm redoing little corners and sections or maybe shelves. I'm organizing. And if I need something like, you know, a bin or storage unit or something that's to make it more work, more functional, I'm ordering the stuff online. So needless to say, I've been on Amazon and other other websites ordering things. Um, it also gives me a nice little reprieve and it gives me a nice little... Um, a highlight of my day is to wait for the UPS guy or the FedEx guy or the mailman. So that's kind of what I've been doing in a nutshell. Um, when I'm not sort of doing my own work, I am kind of remaking over little corners of my house, mini makeovers. All right. Um, so what is the fashion industry doing? Let's talk about how they are coping, which is very, very interesting. Um, you will be surprised what I have learned. And, um, you know, it's certainly causing a widespread economic and social disruption. And uh, that obviously can make or break a fashion brand, depending on how big they are, how small they are. Um, you know, brands that have a heavy e-commerce or strong web presence will survive. 
Smaller brands also will survive, but they probably have to get a little bit more creative. And I've learned recently what big brands like Louis Vuitton is doing to help and how they're sort of staying afloat and how they are pivoting and getting through this crazy, crazy pandemic. Um, so we'll talk about that shortly. And also, uh, USA designer Christian Siriano, what is he doing to help this? You won't want to miss that right after the break. Stay with us on 1490 WGCH. Fashion Friday with Tina is brought to you by AdCorp Media Group, a full-service local advertising agency that offers a range of marketing, web, social media, and design services for local business owners. At AdCorp, they take your business personally because they know that you do. By learning everything there is to know about how to run your business, the value of your products and services, and who your target is, they'll create a personalized business plan to communicate your message to your audience. They offer logo and branding development, digital and web design, social media management, and more. Are you ready to grow your business? Call AdCorp Media Group now at 1-877-323-2677. Or visit them at adcorpmg.com. Adcorp Media Group. They'll take your business personally, as personally as you do. Welcome back to Fashion Friday. Okay, so through this crazy pandemic, what is the fashion industry doing? We obviously know how it's impacting all businesses let alone the fashion industry, it is a major, major crisis. Um, Like I said before, I think some brands will, uh, most bigger brands will certainly survive this. um, And smaller brands will too. I think they'll just have to make some changes and maybe get a little creative, um, just like any other small business. Fashion industry is, is different in a way that you know, uh, it's always ahead of schedule. So think about that. I always report to you and give you guys the information about spring trends in the fall and then what's coming for fall and it's spring. So the fashion fashion industry in general is always two seasons ahead because they have to be, they have to make things, design things. And then obviously it has to go into production. And there's a long list of things that has to happen before you actually see the final product in a store to buy. So that there, therefore, we're always sort of ahead of schedule, uh, ahead of the current uh, time. That being said, so think about that, how that goes into play, you know, there's shipments arriving at stores, or maybe not, maybe slowly arriving. Um, the, the things that are being shipped to stores or should be being shipped to stores right now are still coming. They've been ordered six months ago. So that hasn't stopped, even if it's slowed down because of production or whatever may be, um, skeleton crews, things are still going to come in because they've been on order and they've been made and now they're sh- arriving. So with brick and mortars being closed, that leaves, hopefully they've got a good online presence and that leaves a lot of inventory that will be in stores once this is over and stores can then open up again. So same thing with, on, I mean, online stores, online businesses, probably obviously a little different, still harder, still hit hard as well. But if you were, if you don't have a brick and mortar, of course, this may be a little bit easier for you. Again, you've got to get creative. So that's why we're seeing the deep discounts and lots of sales, a salesman everywhere. Um, 
I've seen, I'm seeing, you know, uh, brand new items that normally doesn't go on sale till the end of the season is coming in and it's immediately 20, 30, 40, even 50% off because they have to move this stuff. They have to get rid of it. Obviously one, they need to survive as a business and two, they don't want to open when we open up business again, they're going to be stuck with a lot of inventory. They're just sitting on and that is dollars. That is dollars lost. So Having said that, what else is the fashion world doing to sort of stay with this and how are they pivoting? And one major, major design house, Louis Vuitton, has reopened 12 of their 16 French production sites. So this is happening in France. And they've opened 12 of the 16 sites to produce masks. So they're producing masks for their company and then also for hospital, nearby hospitals. Fantastic. Um, the CEO said 115 workers out of 896 were back to work. That was as of maybe about a week ago. So there maybe are more back and their goal is to make about 100,000 masks a week. Fantastic. Um, Also, some cosmetic factories are turning their their sites into hand sanitizers uh, pr- producers. So um, this is all for hospitals in France. There was a shortage of hand sanitizer as well. I know here in the states we've all heard the stories about the uh, the PPE, the pr- protective wear, and masks and gowns are being a short of I know, shortage of. I know the New York governor has asked for designers to get creative, and some designers have responded to this. So uh, I know a brand that I love is Alice and Olivia. They started making masks. I know the parent company of Zara. I don't. I, the, I can't think of the name off the top of my head. They are also making masks. Some places are making masks and gowns. Um, and for example, some of the designers I know, Alice and Olivia is make. They're making masks. They were relatively pretty inexpensive, and they're doing programs like for every mask you buy, they're donating a portion of the proceeds or a portion of the masks to wherever it is needed, hospitals, um, you know, uh, healthcare workers, whoever needs it the most. So that's fantastic. Um, Also, American designer Christian Siriano. If you do not know him, you should. He's fabulous. He was the winner of Project Runway. I believe the first or second, maybe, maybe second maybe not the first, um, no, maybe the second season. He Early on, years ago, he was the winner and he was just an absolute uh, superstar from day one. And he has a very, very successful designer line to date. So he has responded to this uh, request from the governor of New York because his company is New York-based. So um, he is making masks as well and a swimwear company called Carla Coletto. So they closed their factory in Virginia, but now it is set to reopen and retool to help uh, make some of the PPE shortages. So that the protective gear, some of the, the shield and all that, um, which is pretty fantastic the way designers and brands or companies have responded to their, you know, making and helping, helping out where they can. Um, you know, I thought about that. It's like, it, it, there's companies that have the capabilities of doing this. I didn't even think about a, for example, a fragrance factory. Yes, they could retool and just make hand sanitizer, you know, kind of set it up so that I would think that would be sort of an easy, although I don't know the logistics, what's, what, what do I know? But in theory, I think about that. That seems like it would be something pretty easy. Certainly a factory that makes clothing, I would 
imagine could easily make gowns and masks as you know it would require a very short amount of time to get the to get to get a prototype out you know to get um a pattern and something approved you know fda approved or whatever it needs to be now not all of these let me say this too not all of the masks are um fda approved and there and there's lots of non-medical masks being made which is fantastic for for everybody else um you know if if we, if there are certain companies doing it for the hospitals great and then if there maybe there are other companies that can't do that but they can just make a simple mask that is for the everyday person for you and i However, think about that. So now that gives way to something else. And I started thinking about this. I saw a picture on the internet maybe two weeks ago, and it was a picture in from Asia. I don't know exactly where, but it was definitely, I don't remember, it was maybe Tokyo. And I saw a girl wearing a designer mask. It was a mask like it's the shape of the medical grade one. So it's kind of made of cloth or paper, whatever it was, but it had a logo on it. And I thought, oh my goodness. Well, now I'm starting to see these pop up more and more. So there's, you know, is this the new way? Is this the rise of the $60 designer face mask? Uh, coronavirus couture? Is that what's happening? I mean, you have to kind of laugh a little bit about it because because what else can we, we do? Um, I, you know, I think about it. At first, I was, I thought, oh, I kind of rolled my eyes. The more I thought about it, I'm like, okay, you know something? If this is where the direction you have to go, if I'm a designer brand, if I'm a designer, and this is where I have to do to pivot and try to stay afloat and help my community and help, you know, the, my country, okay, then that's what we do. So sure enough, you can you can Google search this. Um, there are masks being made with designer look. Now, by the way, let me back up and say the ones I spoke about earlier, for example, the ones that Alice and Olivia are making, they are not. So that's, you know, I'm talking high-end designers like Louis Vuitton, Prada, um, Gucci. I think we're going to see them from all of the designers. I've only seen Louis Vuitton. And I thought it was just a one-off. I thought someone had it and maybe it wasn't, it wasn't made by Louis Vuitton. It was just the logo was being used. It's a thing. Apparently it is a thing. And so, you know, will you, will, will that be a thing? You know, will you give that as a gift? Oh, here's a designer logo, ma- you know, you want a face mask. Oh, here. Uh, yeah. I want a Prada one. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, is that going to be the new must have accessory, uh, I'm not sure about that. I'm hoping that I don't have to wear a mask for the rest of my life. I'm hoping it's, I am willing to wear one. I do wear one. Um, and I'm certainly willing to wear one temporarily until we, we know it's safer to be without it. Do I plan on wearing one all the time? No, God, no. I mean, I love wearing lipstick and, and color. I like to talk to people and be able to see their mouths as, you know, we're communicating. You know, so no, I don't want to see this pop up, but I have a feeling it's happening as we speak. So speaking of things happening as we speak, spring, uh, thankfully, is here. And uh, this sort of also helps keep my spirits up when the sun is out and I'm starting to see all of the trees are in bloom around where I live. All of the bushes have started blooming, um, some faster than others. It's another thing, great thing about sort of staying home and thinking and uh, looking at things differently. I'm noticing that the trees are blooming. I probably wouldn't notice that before, just kind of notice 
oh yeah, they're bloomed, you know, or when my allergies kick up. So I've been sort of noticing this. But, you know, what are some spring trends that we can sort of wear now or at least think about wearing now? Because maybe you're like me and you're just in, you know, casual sweats every day. Um, I think some some really simple things we can incorporate right away is, and you're going to say, oh, that's a given, florals. But let me say this. Florals are never out. Yes, they're always big for, for spring. We're starting to see them in the fall as well. We call it dark florals. Um, but this year, spring trends, they're sort of florals, but it's sort of a psychedelic, free-spirited. So it's bolder colors and, and a little bit more abstract and psychedelic sort of pattern. And then the other thing I love, which we could start wearing now, is resort wear for every day. I absolutely love this. I started doing this last season. So long gone are the days of where you have you only carried a little basket tote when you were on vacation or a little rattan handbag or um, raffia sandals. Now you can wear all that every day. And it actually is nice because you get more bang for your buck. You get more wear out of your resort wear. Maybe you're not going to a resort this year. Maybe you're not going on vacation, but you know, you can still buy this stuff and wear it now. And what you, what you need to think about how to style it is pair it back with simple basics. So a little straw bag with maybe a pair of um, raffia sandals and jeans and a t-shirt. How cute is that? So it's sort of mixed up. So you don't look like you're in head-to-toe resort wear, um, but maybe it is. Or maybe it's a really cute sundress that you would wear on vacation with a pair of tennis sneakers. Um, and maybe it's a little baby tee underneath if it's too strappy and it's it's not quite warm enough. Maybe you put a t-shirt underneath great idea to sort of wear now and get the full use out of your resort wear. A trench coat. You know, I always love a good trench coat. I always talk about my wardrobe of trench coats. Um, And this year we're seeing lots of bold color and lots of bold print. Here's my stylist tip. If you've got something that has a bold pattern, let that be. That's going to be the hero piece of your outfit. So let that be. And then take one color from the print or the the, uh, pattern and wear that monochromatic underneath. I love this. So for example, let's say you've got a plaid and there is black, white, pink, purple, all different colors. I would take one color, maybe a lighter color. So maybe the purple or the pale pink, and I would wear head to toe. The top and the bottom underneath is all one color, pale pink, and maybe even the shoe. And then put the pattern coat over it. Done. It makes such a statement. It's bold. It's creative. And it's current. It feels fresh. Um, And then lastly on my list is L... WD, not the little black dress, but the little white dress, which should be a staple in everyone's wardrobe. By the way, I realize I have one. I need to up my game on this. I think I'm going to have to invest in a better. I have one and it's it's pretty old. Um, so little white dress should be a staple. You can change the look with layers and accessories. So right now it's still chilly out. Yes, you can wear white, by the way. And so maybe I'm going to pair it with a chunky cardigan over it. Maybe I'm going to put a button-down fitted shirt under it. Maybe I'm going to have a pair of um, tights, not heavy tights, but a pair of tights and and boots now. And it's starting to warm up, so maybe I start to wear open-toed shoes and, um, you know, summertime accessories. Maybe it's lots of gold jewelry, whatever it may be. So 
Those are a couple of tips on um, what you can do to start wearing now, some spring trends to start wearing now, even when it's not quite spring weather yet, and we're kind of still stuck at home. But um, you can sort of plan for that in the upcoming weeks. And other than that, hopefully you are cleaning out your closet, staying busy, staying productive, getting ready for the spring and summer weather. And uh, lots of fun fashion is out right now. Lots of color. Um, lots of fun, different trends to try. And I encourage you to try at least one new trend each season. And, um, you know, let me know how that goes. Once again, you can always find me on social media. It's wardrobe envy, uh, wardrobe underscore envy on Instagram and everywhere else. It is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It is wardrobe envy. All right. Thanks for listening. That'll do it for this week. Join me next week on 1490 WTCH. Oh, oh, oh.